Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Secret Chat, episode, it is 8, and it is a big one. We are, uh, you're joined by your favorite host, Philip. Hello, good to be here. We are also joined by Matt, say hello. Hello. And Amr is also here as well. Hello. Uh, so a very big episode this week, um, as you can tell, if you've been watching the news, a lot has been going on, so I want Amr to go ahead and kind of describe and give a little context maybe yeah so um so take it away so i mean if you guys haven't you know if you've been paying any attention whatsoever you'll see all these protests across the u.s and across the world um it is actually now the biggest civil rights movement in history um i think all 50 states participated in about 20 countries participated I mean, it's huge, and there have been. This is all about uh, George Floyd, the murder of George Floyd by a Minneapolis police officer using quote unquote, "I can't breathe." He kneeled on his neck for about eight minutes, mm-hmm. and he was saying he That's couldn't breathe the entire time. Um, initially, the medical examiner said that it's possible that the, their police medical examiner. Let me clarify: the Minneapolis Police Department medical examiner said that. A preliminary analysis shows that he may have had drugs in his system. He may have been uh, had previous health conditions. And then later on, more medical examiners came along, and they did conclude that he died because of his asphy- asphyxiation. So right, so he was he was out for like three minutes, right? Yeah, like I he mean, was like dead he was before they even stopped. Yeah. Like you have a brother, I mean Matt. You have an older brother, Armory. You have a younger brother, right? So like. If you've been playing with them and you're holding them down and you're getting held down, like if all of a sudden they don't respond for three minutes, right? Something so isn't right. <laughs> yeah. So this and, um, this is a big issue, right? Yeah, and all all four um, all four police officers now have been charged. Um, <laughs> they bumped the degree up from third degree to second degree murder. I saw a picture. So, it, was, it was a. One of the officers, it was his third day, and I saw something about how he was trying to get them to stop, or he called something in, and he wasn't really that involved, and he was really kind of on the wrong place on the wrong side. Maybe I'm just, I'm being ignorant, and I didn't, I heard something wrong, but... Uh, I don't know, I didn't see that, but... One of the officers should not have been charged, because he was, like, new, and he he was trying like trying to help the guy out or something. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll find that in yeah. court or something. I was about to say, like the the bail for the other three officers was like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. I mean, everyone's kind of pushing for them to get no bond. In prison, yeah. in prison. Oh my God, they're going to get killed. Like maximum maximum security prison. That's. Mm. I mean, imagine the justified. People there. Like you're a cop that murdered, um, this icon. That he's now an icon, but. I mean, first of all, you're a cop and you're a murderer. Like, you will be. You, yeah. They will not last long. In, Wait. In so, what's happening in prison? Are there riots in prison? I don't know about riots, but I saw yesterday that um there was this guy in his cell that was making a lot of noise or kind of like bombarding himself. Just one guy. Or blocking himself off from the getting out of his cell, and apparently they went in there to like kind of control them, and they had the pepper spray him. And he ended up dying from the pepper spray. And they're trying to... The FBI is now investigating that as well. So Pepper spray can't kill somebody, right? I mean... Um, at very, it, it doesn't... 
it can't kill you unless you have pre-existing conditions. Okay. Yeah. If you have if you have a really bad lung condition or something, tear gas is is pretty dangerous. Yeah, very. Spaces. I was about to say like to that too. Yeah. Right now in Charlotte, there's plenty of protests and just about some a lot of unlawful police uh, work being done to control the uh, protests. Um, the other day, the police cornered a group of protesters in like a hotel i think it was like a hotel parking lot and they tear gassed the hell out of them and it, apparently um, using wow. using stuff that's not allowed to be used and this being currently being investigated as well um so let's go over some of these videos with police brutality uh if you've been on any social media lately you'll see tons and ton hours of footage of police just Say it's, protesters. Like you cannot protesters. see it all. You cannot possibly and, and see it all. There's so, so much. much. There's just so much content. Um, of course, you know, the rioting is not justified. I, I obviously disagree with that. I think, you know, if you're riot, if you're looting and rioting, uh, you should be. You're a criminal, right? But right. if you're peacefully protesting, um, you should not be used. Yeah. Should, violence should not be used again. I saw you know. one thing where the Walmart had to shut down in Durham, North Carolina, because this one guy, like, they went in with a news camera, and this one guy, like, he went in there, everyone was stealing stuff, you know, whole mom, mom mentality kind of thing. And they were interviewing people, and this guy stole a bag of chips, and the guy's like, what, he stole a bag of chips? You could pay for that. Like, it was 99 cents. Like, what are you doing? So, yeah, definitely don't agree if with the looting and stealing and but if you're peacefully protesting yeah that is your right but yeah like you said you should not be stealing it's, it's really such a hard situation like peaceful protesting has been going on for years and years now and i mean like some of these people i mean obviously it's like some some of these people think that's the only way their voice can be heard so it's really hard to yeah and I mean, it's just such a shame. I mean, if you look yeah. at some of these videos, I mean, um, uh, there there have been studies that have done that have been done for these uh, cases. You know, they did a did multiple sources did quick, uh, you know, preliminary studies, uh, crunch the numbers. Police are overwhelmingly responsible for attacking journalists, not mm -hmm. protesters. Yep. They've actually they actually done had more violent events caused by police than by rioters, looters, protesters. I was about um, to say that's a problem. I was about to say, um, most of these peaceful protests are actually being disrupted by police officers and due to the police officers disrupting and trying to clear out a peaceful protest, like there's nothing going on wrong with these protests. I saw one video it was a, a bunch of share I don't know, cops walking down the street. They have the whole street blocked off, and there was like 50 or 60 cops, and there was a helicopter view. So all these cops were marching down these, the street, and there were some people sitting in the car that the cops were marching by. And it was a the view was from a helicopter, and the, the camera zoomed in on the car, and this guy had... Saw that. Yeah, he bashed the window and started beating the crap out of the guy that was sitting in the car, and then the, conveniently, the camera zoomed away. So... Completely unwarranted, completely unjustified. Something needs to be done about this. I mean, it's it's really kind of ridiculous at this point. Like, I'll, there's so many people just peacefully protesting, and cops just show up and start beating people for 
doing something they don't agree with. I saw um saw a video. There was a police officer or multiple police officers, and there was this man with his pregnant wife in the car. She was in labor. He was or his girlfriend, sorry. She was in labor, and he was trying to get her to the hospital. You know, I mean, what do you expect him to do? He has to drive on the roads, and they start tear gassing his car. They they shoot tear gas canisters at his car, and his wife is pregnant. I mean, that's extremely harmful for not only a normal person but for a pregnant woman. I mean, that's terrible. And he gets out of the car and he tells them, "I have a pregnant girlfriend here. Please stop shooting at us. We're just trying to go to the hospital." Um, in response to that, they start shooting again. They they start unloading fire with rubber bullets and more tear gas and i mean it, it's just I, I wish i could show you viewers the videos but it's just it's atrocious what's going on right now like these rubber bullets are literally insane like people are losing like kneecaps like yeah. losing eyes. eyes yeah it's, it's honestly video, ridiculous you, Palmer, before we started the podcast you were talking about Someone who went blind from a rubber bullet or something. Yeah, so yeah. there's multiple. There have been multiple cases. There has been, like, two journalists or, or so that have been shot in the eye. One of them, their eyes split in half. Like, literally, there's, it's the top part and the bottom part are separated from each other. Um, there's another homeless man, a homeless man in a wheelchair. He's, like, 75, 80 years old. He was trying to get out of the way for the police. They shoot him in the face. He goes blind. He's bleeding out of his face. Um... I mean, it's, so yeah, and like, there's this one video of like four cops and like a police cruiser, and they're just chasing after people, shooting like paintballs and rubber bullets at all these people, and they're just running away, and they proceed to just chase after them. Like, how is any of this justified? And 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 speaking of justified, like, how about the yesterday the 75 year old man? That literally gets shoved on the ground for trying to have a conversation with a policeman. What happened there? Yeah. I didn't see that. Like, so this guy is just like walking up to a police officer, and the police officer shoves him on the ground, and blood literally starts pouring out of the dude's ear. Luckily, he made it to the hospital and he, he is got, alive. He just got shoved really hard. Yeah, shoved. I'll send you the video right now. Check um, this is out. Is there audio? Because I can play it. Um... I don't know if you would it be enough to kind of I, describe what's going on. I don't think so. Just look at it yourself and see for yourself what you think of that. I'll have to watch it after the episode. But literally, like, did nothing wrong. Get shoved on the ground, and literally, the police tried to say that he tripped. Like, oh, and there's like, they can't do that anymore because there's video footage. Literally, there's pure video footage of the police officer shoving this man on the ground. Yeah. Like, how is that justified? How are you protecting the public by shoving a man on the ground exactly. for doing nothing? Like, it's, at this point, it's it's everybody is, like, every single town, there's police brutality. Like, this is insane what we're seeing here. You know, usually they're... Um... They're biased towards uh, attacking African-American people. This is what this whole thing has been about, you know. Um, but in these protests, I mean, they don't they don't care anymore. They just yeah. unload everything. And it's not even about race anymore. It, it's more about uh, just police brutality in general. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, it's honestly ridiculous. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say about this. It's honestly sad to see our country do this and our president support this. And it's... It's absurd. But what what is good to see in um Washington D C did you see where um 
that street in DC was yeah, renamed the to the, the the big mural on the street, and then the street was actually renamed to Black Lives Matter Square, mm-hmm. something like that. Pretty cool. And like literally, it's right by the White House. So I saw something about uh, I think it was on Reddit, but it was Plaza. Trump's um, inauguration. The how many people came out compared to how many people came out to the protest? The numbers yeah. were absolutely. This insane. is this is the biggest civil rights movement in history. Yeah, it's worldwide. Well, um, like I I watched a video the other day of like thousands. I mean thousands of people in Berlin protesting this. It's, it's crazy. London, um, John Boyega, the Star Wars actor, he's leading oh, one of the m- main protests in um, in London. And, like, that picture, have you seen that picture of him protesting? Yeah, I saw the video. I was about to say, he might lose his career after this. I was about to say, it's such a career? powerful wow. picture. Like, in Star Wars um, posted it on their page, backing him up, saying that he was their hero. And whatnot, like literally, like it, you can see the pain in his face. He's literally like crying while they're protesting, and he's leading the protest with a megaphone. It's so how crazy. long? How long do you think this will go on for? I think as long as this got as to as long like, as 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 long as the, the change isn't there, this is gonna keep going, going so and it's gonna keep escalating. Escalating? How do you months, weeks? Years? I mean, I don't know, man. This is this it's, it's not. Unprecedented. I mean, there's been that that they're shooting. Then it's gonna really climb. I mean, I I really think it's gonna explode. And and to add to that question, I know the media has grabbed. It went from COVID nineteen to the uh, protests. And how do you how do you think the coronavirus? um, Do you think it'll grow in the numbers and cases will expand with the the protests? This is the perfect time for Corona to. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna. The cases are gonna increase a lot. I was about to say, like today, North Carolina has received the single largest increase in numbers. You know what's funny is we're seeing the opposite. Two thousand numbers outside. Everything's opening back up. People are going outside more, and it's just completely unreal. Absolutely ridiculous. And uh, earlier I said that this was unprecedented. Like like you said, Amr, this is the um, largest civil rights movement in history. But like mm-hmm. it's it's crazy that these people, everybody has been fighting for this for so long. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to think seeing, like, seeing that these people so oppressed for so long is really yeah. It's just been this bubble that's just been building up and building up. And on top of that, is you know when we look back in our history books and we see pictures and it's all black and white and. You know, it's hard to really put yourself in that position, but to think now of everything yeah. that's going on, it's like yeah, we're we in have, the position. Yeah, we we're in the shoes. We have social media to make it even bigger. We have the media. We have everything that can just we can put ourselves in there, and we can look back on this in fifty years and hopefully see change, good change with it, and say, hey, yeah, I was there. I helped that, um, and we've come a long way since then. Yeah. Um... There's also been claims that certain groups of people are responsible for instigating the violence. Uh, Donald Trump claims, uh, quote-unquote, Antifa is responsible for this, even though Antifa simply stands for anti-fascist. It doesn't, there's no organization, there's no leaders. 
it's just every time there's a fascist uh, protest, like if uh, the alt-right comes out to protest, like Charlottesville, Antifa, anti-fascists come there to counter-protest, right? And usually both sides are very tense, very heated, and so they start they start fighting with each other. Um, recently, the FBI found that there was no evidence of anti-fascist protesters causing or inciting the violence at these protests. Um, there was evidence of white supremacy groups, such as the Proud Boys, uh, that have started some violence. <clears throat> Um, I mean, it's just it's regardless of who who did the violence, it's not a good thing, especially when you know you scapegoat one side or the other. So, by Trump saying that anti-fascist protesters are terrorists, which is such a broad sweeping stroke, and I mean it doesn't make any sense really because there's no organization to them. It allows police to execute force against basically any protester uh, under the the notion that they might be a terrorist yeah, it's so vague it's it's, I mean, like, fascism. it's it's literally fascism that that's literally fascism because hitler it, listen i'm not i'm not comparing well i am kind of comparing trump to hitler in a sense but in 1933 antifa antifa has been a organization or not an organization but a a party so to speak just anti-fascist party uh for a long time in 1933 adolf hitler banned all of them from protesting assembling whatever called them terrorists and uh pledged to use violence against anybody who identified as anti-fascist so now what we're seeing here in the united states is almost the exact same thing which is it's scary and i mean it's so like surprising like how like the white house is kind of just like i wouldn't say brushing it off like i mean they are uh acknowledging it to some sort but like it's you'd think that he's not it would it. i was about to say you think they would join in and call for um justice i mean man more than what had, they have if we literally had any any politician that was i mean i'm not even talking about democrat i'm talking about republican too they would handle the situation significantly better than, than donald trump is like i mean like the man literally Got the police to clear out a church so he could have a photo yeah, shoot. Holding gas. a Bible. Yeah. Yeah. He used tear gas to spread the crowd so he can go in for a fucking photo shoot. Also, these Holding police, a Bible. These police were not identified as Washington, D.C. police. They're from an outside source. They don't They don't have badge numbers. The, the, the police that are attacking the protesters cover theirs up. Um, and they just go go to go to town. I mean, they unleash tear gas. They unleash rubber bullets. I know you haven't seen and... Watchmen, but this reminds me a lot of Watchmen. Yeah, it's like dystopian type of. I... Uh, it's, it's it's scary, man. I'm I mean, when, when, when the I people saw... that are, I mean, America's supposed to be about expression, freedom of expression, freedom of speech, um, et cetera, et cetera. You know, this is supposed to be I... the land of the free. And when we have people actively oppressing that and some portion of the population agreeing with that oppression, it's a real problem. I it's mean, a, like... a gigantic problem. Luckily, we have just about everyone possible. I mean, obviously, we need 100% of the population behind this movement. But, like, literally every, like, every big corporation you can think of has posted a statement saying they are behind this movement and pledge donations to right. stopping 
Or you could just, or you could just. I was about to, to say, just. I was about, I mean, that would yeah. be much easier. I was about to say, just donate to whatever charity organization you think is deemed worthy for of your donation. I mean, it's like there's countless good uh, charities and causes to donate towards. Like this is unprecedented. Like, like literally today, uh, Jordan, Michael Jordan, his company Jordan, mm-hmm. um, they um have uh, announced that they will be donating $100 million over 10 years to organizations dedicated to ensuring racial equality, social justice, and greater access to education. And that's just one of many that have donated hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. Apocalypse. 2020. Did you know when we switched when we switched to the Gregorian calendar, uh, we lost eight years. So technically, this year's twenty twelve. <laughs> so I mean, is that true? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I read it was like a meme or something. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not what we're looking for well, here. I mean, I don't, it's just a joke. I don't know. Yeah, there was a there was like three cases detected in Congo. I think it was 2014. Yeah. Well, on uh, but but it's it's not really that. I mean, it's it's fatality rate is so high that it doesn't give it much chance to infect people. It's also extremely severe, so you, you'll know you have it. Yeah. But on a uh, brighter note, the uh, George Floyd GoFundMe campaign garners the most donations of all time for the platform. They have almost, uh, maybe it's even over 500,000 individual donations, and it has surpassed to 13 million. So if you don't want to donate to a certain charity and you want to help out George Floyd and his family and their cause, definitely donate to his uh, their fund. Uh-huh. Um, so there's another statement by the Seattle mayor. She claimed that in Seattle, let me let me explain to you what happened in Seattle first. Um, there was peaceful protests. Um, they were up against the barricades, uh, and a pink umbrella. Somebody was trying to put away their umbrella because it stopped raining. The police officer grabs the umbrella. The protester tries to grab it back, and they just rain hell on them. Uh, rubber bullets, tear gas, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They just unleash hell upon the protesters who have basically done nothing. So the Seattle mayor, Jenny Durkin, says that police, Seattle police didn't turn on their body cameras when they maced people. They also maced a child, a nine-year-old child. Um, they hate the idea of a surveillance state. To me, that's total and utter horse shit. Uh, they just don't want to take responsibility for their actions. And, I mean, of course, that's my opinion. You can disagree with me if you'd like, but, I mean, I don't, th- I don't think I see any other explanation for this. Perfect. There needs to be accountability. Yeah, at least, at least 
these these police need to be put in their place. Like, yeah, you're a pol- policeman and you're in a position to um hold peace and the law accountable to everyone. But like, it comes a point where, like, in the Breonna Taylor case, when you have a um search warrant for a house and randomly use a battering ram to barge into an apartment while a woman and her boyfriend are sleeping and end up and the boyfriend wakes up and shoots a cop in his leg in self-defense but also these officers were dressed in plain clothes yeah. they were undercover so think about that for a second you know like, what I mean, would you do like the And also, like the boyfriend, he had was licensed to carry a gun. Like, and literally, they just shot shot the woman. Dead. Literally, a uh, EMS had no uh, emergency room technician. My bad, but literally shot dead for doing nothing wrong, just because they had they they thought that they were dealing drugs out of the apartment, which is was found that the person that they were looking for was actually found earlier. And were they held accountable for this? The police? Yeah. No, we are still trying to get justice for Breonna Taylor. Please Today is her birthday. Uh, um, it's rough. Like, I mean, it's what what's good about this is she was murdered March thirteenth, I think. Yes, March thirteenth. At midnight, but like it was due to coronavirus, like it was kind of stuffed away, you know. Like there's there's a case and everything for it, but not it didn't get much attention. But after the murder of George Floyd, all these cases, like the FBI is now investigating the death of Breonna Taylor and many um, other like there I mean, have been there have also been media from. Uh, other countries, German reporters, Australian reporters, that are press. I mean, they have press on their on their vests, and they have cameras. They have a whole crew and everything. And yeah, they have a right to this moment. And yeah. the, the city the city authorized them to be there. I mean, it's not like they're there and the police don't know or something. But they they authorize them to be there. And despite that, they get shot at. They get tear gassed. They get pepper sprayed. Um, I just, I was just watching a video of this vice reporter that was on the ground, face down on the ground with his, his hands behind his back, you know, submitting to the police, following their orders and they pepper spray him just for the hell of it because they want to. It's ridiculous. Like the CNN reporter getting arrested and like, and he was released later, but still that should not happen. Yeah. Like we're in a violation of amendments here. I mean, it's getting ridiculous. I mean, it's it's kind of absurd that a police officer requires less training hours than a barber. He can wield a gun and potentially uh, kill somebody, and he requires less training than a barber. Like, that's not appropriate. Uh, I mean, hopefully, after all of this protest, hopefully there will be a reform in the just the whole United States. Like these policemen need more training. They don't need the authority that they think they have. Like shoving people on the it's, streets. Like they think they're such like 
I don't know what the, they have such big egos, you know. I mean, you're that, a you're that a fucking isn't cop, all of them, dude. To be fair, like it's true. That's true. Yeah, it's not I mean, it's, it's definitely it's true, but I mean, but, but the situation has exposed a lot of bad cops. Of bad cops. You know, there's always like, a few bad eggs, but it seems to be there's just so 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 yeah. many. And I mean, back to the 75 year old man getting pushed on the ground. Like they tried to lie about it and say he tripped but obviously it was caught on camera so like what else do you think they're lying about like there's so much behind the scenes that they're not being held accountable for and kind of funny um lapd was not funny but it's ridiculous lapd showed up to a store that requested help against looters yeah the owners the owners are black and they were the ones that put the call in, and they immediately arrest them. They don't even talk. They don't even yep. look for the looters. Yep. They show up and they arrest the black people. Like, it's like what? It's, it's like there's something out of a TV show. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, like, literally, did y'all see the uh, the Laura Ingram comparison of uh, LeBron James and Drew Brees? Mm-mm. So two years ago, still talking about politics social justice and whatnot she tells lebron to you're a basketball player keep the politics to the side just shut up and dribble you know two years later same news network goes to the defense of drew Brees and says oh he's allowed to have an opinion like like what the crazy thing is, Drew Brees actually kind of backtracked his comment and yeah. kind of clarified what he meant. Um, it, it's just, I mean, it's the hypocrisy is unreal. Like it's simply unacceptable to tell an athlete that's largely one of the biggest athletes in the world, like third biggest, I'd say, behind mm-hmm. the football players, um, Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah. Literally telling one of the biggest voices in the world to just keep your political remarks to yourself. Like there's not one for him because you're afraid of people learning about the truth. Like literally has one of the biggest voices and is trying to get his voice heard and he could easily get his voice heard, but like saying to that he has no right to speak about politics, but Drew Brees is allowed to have his own opinion. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. blatant racism. Um, another another Trump jab here. Uh, General Mad Dog Mattis. If you guys are familiar, he's a, was a I'm very not. very big. He was a very very big figure during uh, George Bush's invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, generally, he's well respected by both sides. You know, both sides thought he was a great guy. Uh, Obama. He resigned under Obama. He was not fired. He resigned. He he left his post, right? And he came back for a short while under Trump. Or no, 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 excuse me. He didn't come back to Trump, but uh, he spoke out against him. And this guy, I mean, Republicans and Democrats love him alike. Donald Trump earlier actually spoke that he's a great guy, you know, super respectable, et cetera, et cetera. You know how he talks. Um, yeah. Like, And then he speaks out against him. He, he says this is... This is ridiculous. Uh, let me look look up the the exact quote. You have that quote? Give me a minute, second. 
Well, while you're looking up that quote, I just want to say um, basically that no matter how many friends you have, how big of a following you have on social media, your voice will be heard. And like, there's so much you can do to support these causes and not even just donating, but signing the petitions to bring justice to these people, to reform the government. Even just like go out and vote. Like, you think your vote doesn't matter, but it does matter. Just go out and vote 2020. And, and even if you don't do that, you could, there's yeah, so many, that. I was, I'm saying like, definitely do that. But like, there's so much more you can do. You can support black owned businesses in your community. Like there's so many, like so many good restaurants in Charlotte that I've been to that are black owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Like there's it's just plenty of people that need support. And plus during coronavirus, like it's almost like, why wouldn't you go out and help these businesses that are definitely taking a um a jab a hit yeah my bad um okay so uh, i agree you know obviously you want to support as many black businesses as possible during this time and after this time uh donate to these charities if you can anything will help um but so on to uh james mattis's quote this is what he said i quote Donald Trump is the first president in my lifetime who does not try to unite the American people, does not even pretend to try. Instead, he tries to divide us. We are witnessing the consequences of three years of this deliberate effort. We are witnessing the consequences of three years without mature leadership. We can unite without him, drawing on the strengths inherent in our civil society. This will not be easy, as the past few days have shown. But we owe it to our fellow citizens, to past generations that bled to defend our promise, and to our children. Uh, he goes on to contrast the American ethos of unity with Nazi ideology. Instructions given by the military departments to our troops before the Normandy invasion reminded soldiers that the Nazi slogan for dividing us was divide and conquer. Our Amer- American answer is in union there is strength. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, essentially he's saying that our country is extremely divided. Uh, we continue moving this way. We're going to end up with things that are it's kind of similar to what happened in Nazi Germany. Um, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's sad that literally so many people are complaining about this. Big figures that are, that are respected by, by the government officials, by almost every senator, almost every uh, House member. Um, and, you know, you see people that are suddenly dropping him taking taking them out of their their basket because he spoke against god emperor trump it's kind of absurd very absurd doesn't it feel like to you guys something big is about to happen like another war is about to break out or just honestly like, man there's just so much chaos it feels like the the calm before the not calm but like something before something big's about to happen something really big's about to break out yeah. Like it's at this like, point, I feel you like never we're on know. a tipping point right now. Yeah, if if there's not reform, there's not laws and bills put in place, then there's going to be a huge, huge outcry for peace and justice and a turn against the government. Like this is not acceptable. 
never is, never will be. It's crazy times. Um, crazy quote I read today. Um, design a utopia to exit this dystopia. Oh, very good. What do you think about that? I like that. Yeah, I like it. Uh, by the way, I, I was wrong about Mattis. He was under Donald Trump as Secretary of Defense in December of 2018. So yes. Trump vetted this guy, hired this guy, and then he resigned because uh, he was disagreed about Donald Trump's Syria policy. Yep, that's Trump. So Don't he left. He him. left. He left office, and you know some conservatives will say, "Oh, he's just salty because he lost his job." Like yeah. this guy is. This guy is a seasoned general. He's a seasoned general that retired during Obama's term. He retired. He was done with his job and came back in 2018 to yeah. help resolve the, the yeah. issues in Syria with ISIS and stuff like that. And I mean, it was. It, he doesn't like. He doesn't like what's going on. Another quote by him. I have watched this week's unfolding events angry and appalled. The words equal justice under law are carved into the pediment of the United States Supreme Court. This is precisely what pro protesters are rightly demanding. It is a wholesome and unifying demand, one that all of us should be able to get behind. We must not be distracted by a small number of lawbreakers. The protests are defined by tens of thousands of people of, of conscience who are insisting that we live up to our values, our values as people and our values as a nation. We must reject and hold accountable those in office who would make a mockery of our constitution. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, like, it's yeah, like the man clearly has an idea of what's going on and what needs very, to happen. Very firm yeah. grasp. I mean, I don't. I don't think I could have said it better. No, perfect the way he said it. Amr, you took his words and. You masterly crafted them with your vocal cords to uh, onto this podcast for the ears of our listeners. So thank you. Of course, anytime. Oh. But uh, let's see. Um, okay, so another another topic. There have been hashtags trending on Twitter like "All Lives Matter" and "White Lives Matter." Yeah. Um, now it's ridiculous. Well, now, okay. I saw a good quote about that. It's like, yeah, all lives matter, and yeah, all houses matter, but the houses, houses that's on fire that matters the most. Exactly. Yeah, like the all lives are not on fire. Yeah, it's like it's like okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say let's say I'm a white. I'm gonna say I'm not white, but if I was a white person. And I was like, okay, my life matters too. That's understandable, yeah, right? Very true. Of course, you're, that, they never said your but, life didn't matter. Yeah, and but why do you want all the attention right now when when the problem isn't with your life? You know, like it's just kind of, I mean, it's kind of stupid. Like you're not the one getting oppressed right now, so shut it and help the people that are. It's just, I mean, people people think that because people are saying Black Lives Matter, that other lives don't matter. That's not the case. Clearly, like, not the case. Like, I saw something, you know, one of those dumb Facebook posts. Someone put, um, posted, um, if you are anti-police, I'm blue fa uh, family, unfriend me. And then it said, blue lives matter. And then someone said... Blue lives matter. All jobs matter. What about the teachers, the mail carriers, garbage collectors? And then that person responded, right, but not all jobs are under attack right now. Like, literally that whole post is 
they're so close to getting the point, but still missing it entirely. <laughs> and that is like a real post. There are people out there, man. And that's true, man. I do, I do feel for some of the police. You know, the police that are doing their job, that are good people, oh, yeah, that are like, public servants. People, they it's put their life job. on the line every single day. Like, it's a tough job. Ninety-nine percent of the time, you walk up to a car, you're going to be safe. But like, there's always that one percent of the time that, hey, this guy might have a gun. This, you, you know, you have a family, and this is yeah. And be I mean, that's last stop. I mean, that's, like, that they, that goes through their head every single time. I suppose, like, why do you think we have the police? I mean, like, it's keep us safe, man. Yeah, to serve and protect, but like, clearly, they're it's not really happening right now. Some people have different agendas when they put the badge on. Yeah. Um, I had another quote: Uh, "If a small percentage of looting rioters discredits the entire movement, then what does a small percentage of bad cops do?" And it's like it's it's even more of a point because a small percentage of the the protesters that are looting are not connected to the majority of the other ones. But yeah. the, the fat, let's say you have a thousand cops, five of them are bad, and those other nine hundred nine 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 hundred ninety five cops are not doing anything about it. Then you have a thousand bad cops. Yeah, like there's so many people that so many cops that are just standing by and watching this happen. Like obviously, I've seen tons of videos of cops in numerous cities marching protesting with the people but then like you see something like the video of the man getting pushed on the ground and like it's just a disgrace it's it's sad man like it really is sad and like when the man the old man got pushed on the ground there was nothing illegal happening there was no riots it was just peaceful protest I mean, there is, uh, I think I already said this, but uh, the homeless man, 75 years old, in a wheelchair, gets shot in the eye. I mean, what did he do to deserve that? What? Well, how is he a threat to you? I mean, what do you think he's going to do against, like, 150 basically armed cops? What is he going to do to you? Nothing. He's 75 years old, he's in a wheelchair, and now you blinded him. Like, it's a true shame. It's a mad world. Uh, for now that's all I have on the topic do you have anything else to share Amr do you have anything else Um, there's a police scanner uh, NYPD there's a public scanner you know you could listen to this on any app any platform whatever you want to do and I quote um, so there they see people on dean street and albany street one of them one of the cops says run them over the other cop says shoot those motherfuckers then the another one says don't put that over the air not like it matters not like it not like it's actually wrong just don't put it over the air come on yeah keep it to yourself it's ridiculous i mean like speaking imagine all the stuff that isn't recorded or goes on behind the scenes yeah and speaking of uh, police scanners, a uh, police scanner in Chicago was um, hacked, and oh, the ha- a hacker started playing Chocolate Rain over mm-hmm. the uh, police scanner so the cops couldn't communicate. Oh. <laughs> Very wholesome. 
Still had uh, um, Jake Cole was out protesting in Fayetteville. Yeah. Yeah. Representing Good his community. Literally him and numerous other celebrities. Hundreds. Probably even thousands of celebrities out making their ver- voice heard. It's great to have so many people backing this cause. But like I said earlier, do your part, donate, sign the petitions. Like, literally, there's so many petitions you can sign, so millions of signatures on so many. Like, Even this, if you this, don't... This, this is how, like, you get your voice heard if you can't go out and protest. Like, yeah, there's yeah. Start to so much. Don't wait on somebody else to do it. Take action. Even if you don't have um, anything to give, anything to pro- any, any time to protest... Um, if you're, you know, immunocompromised, you can't risk going out with that many people. You know, you could do your best, try to educate your friends, try to yeah. try to spread the word. Having those difficult conversations with your family. Like, I know there's a lot of split houses out there right. on this subject, you know? I mean, I mean, Matt, I think you're a pretty good example I, of that. Yeah, I am. I mean, I won't go into detail, but, like, I've had to have those conversations with my family mm-hmm. and spread education Right. You know, and I think it's it's positive positive change, you know. Yeah, I mean, this only change just, there needs to be. Just because they're your parents doesn't mean they're they're right. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, I I don't know, man. We're seeing we're seeing people's rights being infringed again and again and again, as if as if they don't exist anymore, as if everything we're told, as if everything that this country stands for just has collapsed in the past couple of days. And it's just total and absolute chaos right now. Um, it's just it's it's sad. It's frustrating. It's it's debilitating. I mean, I don't know. I could use thirty or forty adjectives to describe the situation right now, but it's it's truly it's it's terrifying. I mean, it's really terrifying. That's a good word. No idea what's gonna happen. We'll see, man. If people come out there with guns and they start. Firing against police, or police yeah, like, start start shooting protesters with. Weapons. I was about to say, like, there's so many people protesting. Like, you never know what could happen at a protest. There could be like, basically a battle, and like that can yeah, spring well, into. Civil war. I was about to say that that could spark the same thing happening in other towns, cities, states. Like, I mean, we there's a lot of things that could happen. Um, you know, the second that. You know, the, the, the police's power lies in the fact that the protesters don't really realize that they outnumbered the police yeah. Yeah, exactly. like 5,000 to 1. And it's as soon as they realize that, and if, if you're abusing your power as a policeman, and the protesters realize that they outnumber you, they're, they're going to overrun you and they're going to attack you. And you're going to get, I mean, I, I don't want to say killed, but you're definitely going to get hurt if you continue to assault these protesters that were doing nothing. Yeah, like, so, I mean, obviously, everyone isn't going to stand by while this, all this civil injustice is happening, and, like, they're, so what do you think is going to happen if the police just keep on beating and I mean, man, these people? This is their logic right now. Protests on police brutality, how do we respond to it? More police brutality. Yeah. And it's all on video. All over the place. Yeah, people are gonna keep. Fire, man. People are not gonna keep 
letting this happen. It's just going to keep escalating and escalating. There's going to be some sort of tipping point, and it's finally just going to burst. Yeah. We're very close to that. Yeah. Closing so, remarks? Yeah, you got anything else, Amar, Matt? I just hope everybody will take the time yeah. to educate themselves. And also, stay safe, please. Stay yes. safe. Um, donate. Patients, donate. Protest uh, Stay um, safe. Yeah, definitely spread awareness. In, Have those difficult conversations. Be an activist if you can. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Please share the podcast with your friends. Uh, if you don't, maybe you don't have the guts to uh, have those difficult conversations. Maybe share this podcast. Maybe um, one or two lives could get changed. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye.